When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Spy catcher. A series of true stories of the unceasing search for enemy spies in wartime, based on the memoirs of Lieutenant Colonel Oreste Pinto of the Allied Counterintelligence Service. This week's story is entitled Keeping a Promise. The part of Colonel Pinto is played by Bernard Archer. In the spring of 1943, while my headquarters were still in London, I received an unexpected visitor. He was a tall, distinguished-looking man with aquiline features and graying hair, and I recognized him as a very senior member of the Free Dutch government. In this story, I'll call him Mr. Vanderhoek. His rank was such that he could have summoned me to his office, and in the normal course of business would have done so. For a moment, I wondered... Why he should come hurrying to see me. Good morning, Colonel. Well, good morning, sir. I'm sorry to arrive unannounced like this. I hope you're not too busy. No, sir. Uh, do sit down. Oh, thank you. Uh, Colonel, can we talk privately here? Do you mean is there a microphone, sir? Well, there is a microphone, but I can assure you that it's switched off. You can speak quite freely here. I can speak to you here in the strictest confidence. Yes, sir. I must explain, Colonel, that this is not a matter of state. At least, not yet. I'm afraid it's a personal matter. May I explain it? Please. As you know, Colonel, when our country was occupied by the Germans, I and some other members of our government and higher civil servants were fortunately able to escape to England to continue the fight. A cigarette, sir? Thank you. Thank you. We were not sure how to fare with England, so I sent my wife to the West Indies for safety. As a result, being alone, I was able to spend my whole time in the service of the government, spend my evenings at the embassy and take an interest in our Dutch people in London, particularly those who had just arrived in England. We hold social evenings so that they can meet and so that we can get to know them and help them. A year ago, I took such an interest in a Dutch girl, a young girl. I'm afraid it was rather indiscreet of me. She'd just arrived in England. She was a capable young girl, and I wanted to help her. I thought we might find a job for her at the embassy or in one of our offices, typing or office work or something of the kind. Also, she had no friends in London and nowhere to go. I found her a place to live and also 
Very foolishly, I paid the rent. I assure you, Colonel, there was no more to it than that. Oh, I admit that I was indiscreet. I admit that I was a fool, but I haven't seen her for some time, and so far as paying the rent goes, I assure you it was just a single payment. She had no money, and I paid a year's rent in advance. Just like that. Do you understand? Yes, I think I understand. This girl has been arrested by the British police by the special branch. She's in prison. Hmm. What's she done? I'm not in a position to know. I can learn certain things at the embassy as the papers pass to the minister, but I'm not in a position to make personal inquiries. That is why I've come to you. And if she's been arrested by the special branch, then it's some offence against the state. I'm afraid so. And if she mentions my name as being in any way connected with her, there may be most serious repercussions. Well, what can I do for you? In the first place, I don't think that this girl would do anything wrong. I know her well, and I don't think she'd do anything against her country. But her English is not good, and she might make mistakes. Uh, you want me to see this girl and find out whether she intends to involve you in this? If she does, it will embarrass our government. You may think that I'm trying to save my own skin tone. Well, perhaps I am. But not at the expense of this girl, I assure you. I don't think that she would do anything wrong, and I think she needs guidance. Such as you could give her. Would you see her? You say that she's a Dutch subject and she speaks little English. Yes. Hmm, I can see her. Well, what's her name? Jorgens. Gerda Jorgens. Do you know where she is? In Holloway Prison. Is she detained as a suspicious alien, or has she been charged? I don't know. Well, yes, I can do this for you. But I must make one point quite clear. Whatever I may find once inquiries are started, I won't be diverted in those inquiries, not by one degree. I can ask for no more than that, Colonel, but please see her. I must know. There were many wartime security regulations, and it was easy for a foreign girl to get into trouble. If it was serious trouble, it might not be possible to keep Vanderham's name out of it. But first, I had to know what the trouble was. I phoned a friend at the special branch, and he agreed to come and see me. Ah, come in, Bill. How are you? Fine. How are you? Oh, bearing up. <laughs> well, now, what's all this about? Now, sit down, I'll tell you. <laughs> Thanks. I hear you have one of our people in Holloway, um, Gerda Jorgen. Correct. What's the charge? Interested? Hmm. She's being held for questioning. Why? Illegal possession of firearms. Firearms? What kind? She fell into our net about a week ago. We were doing a house-to-house -house for deserters. We heard there was some in that area. We searched her flat. Two revolvers and enough cartridges to fill them ten times over. All neatly hidden away. Did you find any deserters? No. How does she account for the revolvers? No, she won't. So we are holding her until she does. Any trouble with language? How's her English? Good enough. Hmm. Do you mind if I have a talk with her? No, not at all. You can see her at the prison. If you learn anything, let us know. Miss Jorgens is in here, sir. Yes, right. Thank you. If you want me, sir, just call. 
think so. Gerda Jorgens? Yes. Please sit down. No, thank you. I need all the exercise I can get. We don't get very much in here. Cigarette? Thank you. I'm sorry to hear about this trouble you're in. If you care to tell me what happened, I may be able to help you. Who are you? Who sent you? I'm from the Dutch Security Service. If you want to know who sent me here, it was a friend of yours, Mr. Van der Hoek. Why? Why did he send you? Well, he's very concerned about you. He wants to help you. Does he? Yes. Why didn't he come himself? But he can't. You must know that. What did he tell you? About you? As much as he knows. He told me about the flat. If he told you that, why didn't he come himself? Well, he told me in the strictest confidence. He asked me to see you, try to help you. Now, tell me your story. About Willie? Oh, he's not a bad old fix. Nice, really. No, about your being arrested. They just came to my flat. Searched all around and, and then took me away. They brought me here. Did really Mr. Vanderhoom, did he know? That they were searching your flat? No. Why did the police search your flat? I don't know. Are you sure? Of course. They say that you were hiding firearms. That's ridiculous. They found two revolvers at your flat and many rounds of ammunition. And they told you this. That's what they say. Do you deny that they were there? I don't know anything about it. And your friend believes that you've done nothing wrong. He can't imagine that you would do anything wrong. But before I can help you, you must convince me that you've done nothing wrong. Why? Well, do you want me to help you? No. Are you trying to shield someone? No. Do they belong to Mr. Vanderhoom? No. What age are you, Gerda? Twenty. Are your parents alive? Only my mother. Where is she? In Holland, in Amsterdam. You have no relatives in England? No. You may be in very serious trouble. Now, will you tell me about yourself? Why did you come to England? Why did you come here alone? I didn't want to come here. I want to be in Holland with my mother. My father's dead. He died four years ago. My mother turned our home into a boarding house. She needs me there. What happened? Well... When the Germans came... What age were you then? Seventeen. Hmm, go on. When the Germans came, an officer was billeted with us. He was a colonel. I had some... What was his name? Colonel Brock. Tell me about him. Well, I had some young friends who were patriots. And they said I should try getting round Colonel Brock and getting information from him. I tried, but I was not very good at it. And he knew why I was being friendly with him. He had a great row with my mother, and he told her this, and said I would be reported for trying to get information. And he wanted to know who my friends were, and who had put me up to this. I told my friends this, and they said I must leave Amsterdam. I must go to England. Why? He was reporting me, and they would find out who my friends were. Was this serious? Oh, yes. How did you get out of Holland? An escape route. Yes. How long did this take? A long time. I was a very long time in Lisbon. A year. When I came to England, I had no money. Only what the government gave me. 
Hmm. What happened when you arrived? I went to a hospital. Then I was given a job to look after the children of a Dutch family. You visited the embassy? Yes, they gave parties there so that we could meet people. Did you make any friends there? Well, you made one friend there. Mr. Vanderhoom? Yes. How did you meet him? I went there several times. He arranged the parties, and he was very kind. He asked me if I liked my work with the Dutch family, and I said no. He said he would try to find me work in an office. He arranged for me to work in one of our government offices. But I told him that if I left this family, I would have nowhere to live. Then he found me this flat. I told him the flat was too expensive for me. He said I have not to worry about this. This was a year ago? Yes. He told me he paid the rent of the flat. Yes. Was there an arrangement? Of course. I didn't mind. I have my freedom. Yes. Tell me about the police. They knock on my door one night. When I open the door, they push their way in and begin to search. They don't ask. They just begin to search. Do you know why? No. Did you think it was because of Mr. Vanderhoom? Perhaps. Or because of someone else? I don't know what you mean. You saw the British police searching your flat. Did it seem to you that they were searching for something or for someone? I don't know. They found firearms. That's what they say. Did you see the firearms? No. Do you know where they were hidden? No. I think you're shielding someone. Do you? Who? Mr. Vanderhoom? Someone else? Or perhaps just shielding yourself? What does Willie want to know? He wants to help you. Tell him I won't mention his name to the British police. Well, that's why you're here, isn't it? That's what he wants to know. Tell him. Yes, I'll tell him. Oh, goodbye, Miss Jorgen. I may have to see you again. I had the impression that Gerda Jorgen had been hurt in some way. It was clear to me that she was protecting someone, but it might only be herself. I phoned my friend at the special branch again and asked him if we could have a talk. But in the talk, it was important that I should reveal nothing of my suspicions to him. Yes. What do you think? Well, she says you're framing her. She says she didn't see any firearms. She says your men just looked around the flat and took her away. <laughs> Maybe she didn't see them. She didn't even bother to look. She accepted it. She came with us quietly enough. Where were they hidden? In a suitcase. Small, well-worn suitcase. All ready to carry about. And it was hidden on the top shelf of the cupboard. Inside, two revolvers, ammunition... And a pair of denims. British or Dutch? American. American? Yes, the denims are American and the revolvers are Colts. Does she explain this? No, but I've no doubt she will when we get round to her. What's your interest? Well, she's a Dutch national. Her English is not too good. <laughs> she got this stuff from an American. Maybe her English is all right. But maybe she didn't get it that way. Look, she's an alien. Illegal possession denies it, and we want to know why. You're in no hurry? Not at the moment. We have some checking to do. Hmm, so have I. And I'd like to see her again. Any time. Let me know what she says. I will. 
I had some checking to do, and it was several days before I was able to take up the case again. I then returned to Holloway Prison. In here, sir. Thank you. Good morning, Miss Yorgan. Good morning. Will you sit down, please? I prefer to stand. You prefer to stand on your own feet, is that it? Yes. How is he? Who? Felix. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen him. You haven't told him? Not yet. Tell me, what do you get out of this? What do you mean? Well, you're not doing this for me. You're doing it for him. What do you get out of it? I'm from Dutch Securities. You're being held here, as we say, on suspicion. I want to know if the suspicion is well-founded or not. Now, the firearms were found at your flat. I've since seen the report. I've no doubt about that. They were found in a suitcase, a small suitcase. The suitcase was hidden in a cupboard. Was it your suitcase? No. Did you know what was in it? No. But who does it belong to? Does Lily want to know? I want to know. Tell me about your boyfriend. Nationality? Dutch. Name? Rinker. Paul Rinker. Where is he? He's dead. He was shot down. When? Six months ago. Was this his suitcase? No. You're being difficult, Gerda, but it won't do you any good. You say that it's not your suitcase. Well, it belongs to someone, and I intend to find out. I'll question you until I do find out. Do you really want to know? Or is it Billy who wants to know? I don't think he cares very much, but I want to know. All right. It belongs to a friend of mine. An American. He left it at your flat. Didn't he? Yes. Tell me about it. All right. I met him one day. His name? Cole. Bill Cole. He's an officer. His rank? Lieutenant. Lieutenant Cole. Hmm. Well, you met him one day? I knew him before, but I had not seen him for some time. When did you meet him? The first time. When I was with this Dutch family, looking after the children. Then I met him again when I was working at the embassy. He wanted to talk to me. So, I asked him to come home for a cup of tea. For a cup of tea. That is all. Did he have this suitcase with him? No. So you met him again? Of course. How often did you see him? Three or four times. At your flat? Yes. And the uh, suitcase? One morning he came to see me. He had it with him. He said he was being sent abroad for some time. He asked me if I would keep the suitcase for him until he came back. Did he tell you where he was going? Egypt. Did he tell you what was in the suitcase? Some personal things he wanted to keep. Why should he ask you to keep it for him? He had nowhere else to leave it. When he'd gone, did you um, look to see what was inside it? It was locked. But you did try to find out. Of course, I was curious. But it was locked and, and he was coming back. To see you? Does your friend Mr. Vanderholm know about him? Does he want to? 
What happened when the police came? Do you know why they should come to your flat? No. What happened? I told you. They pushed me aside and began to search my flat. They looked in the cupboards and in all the drawers, and then they find the suitcase and open it. Then they search again. And then they asked me to come with them. Did they ask you about the suitcase? Yes. Did they ask you who owned it? Yes. Did you tell them this story? No. Why not? Do you realize how serious this can be? Is it serious for Mr. Vanderhoof? Just knowing me. It was more than just knowing you. Yes. But you thought it best to say nothing until you saw him again. Yes. You still insist that he knew nothing about this suitcase? Yes. Do you believe me? Well, I'll tell you that when I see you again. I had now to trace the American, Lieutenant Cole. Soon I had a check on every part of Gary Jorgen's story. It was now time to speak to my friend at the special branch again. Yes, proceed. And do you think you've got the story out of her? Oh, she's talked to me. I've checked. Here are the reports. I had a checkmate in Amsterdam at her mother's home. Uh, there was a Colonel Brock billeted there in 1941. I've checked with the resistance, and he did report her. The resistance say that they sent her out on the escape route, and they confirm her story of the route taken. I've had a checkmate at Lisbon. She was there for several months, awaiting for a passage to England. Can I see the report? Well, certainly, here it is. Oh, thanks. When she first came to England, she was for a short time in service with a Dutch family. They describe her as being loyal and patriotic. By the way, I have also learned that uh, when she came to England, she was screened at my headquarters and was passed as loyal and patriotic. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Well, I'm quite sure she's genuine. Listen, when she was in domestic service, she attended the social get-togethers at the Dutch Embassy. But it was thought that better use could be made of her qualifications when a post was found for her in one of our government offices. She also told me that she had a boyfriend, a Dutch pilot named Paul Rinker. We've checked on him. He was with a fighter squadron. Six months ago, he failed to return from a mission over Holland. He was posted missing, believed, killed. He's now known to have been killed on active service. We've checked on Lieutenant William Cole, United States Army Air Force. We've traced him to Payne Field, a U.S. base near Cairo. He's been interrogated by British Army intelligence, and he's made this statement. He says he knows Gary Jorgen. He admits that he did leave two revolvers, coats, in a locked suitcase at her flat. He says he did not divulge the content of the case, but asked her to keep it for him until he returned to London. I see that statement. Yes, of course. Thank you. Everything she's told me has been checked and verified. I'm satisfied that she didn't know about the firearms and that they were not being concealed for any criminal purpose. Well... Are you going to release her? No, not yet. We've a bit of checking to do, too. But I've checked her story, every part of it. Look, if it's the firearms you're worried about, you should be after this American. Perhaps. Have you questioned her? Once. What was your opinion? Uncooperative. Yes, well, her English isn't very good. <laughs> but it's better than you think. Well, I'm going to report that she's clear. Now, why do you want to keep her in prison? What do you want to know? It's a small matter of guns and arithmetic. We've had our eyes on this district for some time. It's a bit uh, dodgy. Cole may have left the guns with her, but who's going to buy them? How often has this been done? And your arithmetic is the um, price of the guns. Maybe. 
Go on. Your government pays your girl six pounds a week. This flat in this district costs 12 pounds a week. And she lives very well. And that makes you suspicious. Well, what do you think? <laughs> I've checked that too. Where does the cash come from? Uh, not from guns. It's really very simple. A very senior but very indiscreet Dutch official pays her rent and um, looks after her. Who? Well, I've checked him. He's clear. They're very scared. Anyway, it's not a crime to pay the rent. Who is he? A very senior official. Let's say he's uh, beyond suspicion. Now, I'll make my report and ask you to release her. No name? No name. I'll look forward to reading your report. Hmm? Perhaps you won't get the chance. <laughs> All right. I think I'd better hand it over to you. Well, it would save a lot of trouble. It seems to be working out like that. Oh, but I'll need a, I'll need a copy of that statement by Cole. Of course, you can have it now. And thanks, your help. So far, I'd kept the diplomat's name out of the case. Now I had to look after Gerda Jorgen. Thank you, Wardress. Uh, just wait a minute, will you? Yes, sir. Good morning, Gerda. Good morning. I have news for you. Good news. There will be no charge made against you. This is a statement made by your friend, Lieutenant Cole, which has been accepted. I've seen the governor. You are now in my charge, and you are free to go. I see. Have you told Billy about this? No. Now that you're free, it doesn't concern him. Why did you want him to know? Does it matter what I want? What happens to me now? But you're free. You can go home. Home? Where? You tell me that I'm an alien. I mustn't do this and I mustn't do that. What must I do? I've been in prison. What happens to me now? I've done all I can for you. Thank you. If there's anything else that you want me to do. No, thank you. I'll look after myself. Will you be seeing your friend again? I have no friends. Gerda Jorgens had tried to keep a secret, but in the war to defend freedom, the first casualty was always freedom and privacy. Our security net was cast over everyone, and it didn't pay to be careless or indiscreet. I never discovered what happened to Gerda Jorgen. You've been listening to Spycatcher, with Bernard Archard as Colonel Oreste Pinto. The script was written by Robert Barr, and the program produced for the BBC by Charles Maxwell. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.